Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. Well, this month we have been in the Friendship Series, and I hope you've loved it as much as I have enjoyed recording it. Um, The first week we started by me having you draw a friendship timeline, and that really just laid the foundation for this series. If you missed it, go back and tune in. And then the next couple of weeks, we dug into some harder topics like gossip and jealousy. And today we're finishing this series by discussing grace and healthy communication. I want to read to you a few verses from the Word. You can find this in John chapter 1, verses 16 through 17. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And I wanted to just start by reading that because it wraps up grace, where it came from, where we can receive it. And I think that we think about grace and wanting to have people extend it to us and us even wanting to be able to extend it to other people. But we don't always stop to pause and honestly answer, have I received God's grace? This is different than salvation, right? Grace is something I personally feel like we have to kind of receive over and over again, especially when we make mistakes. Because here's the deal. You can't extend what you haven't received. So I want to just ask you, I mean, this is, I know we process usually at the end of these sessions, but sessions, sorry, we're not in a counseling session right now, by the way, these episodes. I want to just ask you right here at the beginning, have you received God's grace? Or are you still living under condemnation and unrealistic expectations for yourself? I don't know if you've ever been in a friendship where there was lots of grace that was extended. And then on the opposite side, you've been in a friendship where there wasn't much grace. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a get-together planned and you're going to get together and play with your kids are going to do a play date. I know when my kids were younger, we used to do lots of play dates. I haven't got to do that in a while. But um, yeah, let's just say you've had this plan for a couple of weeks and you get up one day and one kid's snotty nosed, one kid just, you know, as you're trying to get out the door, has a blowout in their diaper and things are just falling apart. And it's going to be really hard for you to get together with this friend. It's going to cause lots of chaos. You don't have any peace. So what do you do? You pick up the phone, you call the friend, and you say, I am so sorry. I know we've had this on the books for a few weeks, but I need to reschedule. My kids are falling apart. One of them's sick, you know. And obviously, all those things are out of your control. But what does the other friend extend to you? Do they extend grace and go, oh, my goodness, I totally understand. We'll We'll try again. We'll try this again next week. Like, let your kids get well. You guys rest. You do what you need to do. I've had that experience. I've also had the other experience where things happen outside of our control. We call, we text, we make that, you know, reach out and say, I'm so sorry, I've got to cancel our plans. And what are you met with? No grace, being mad at you, not wanting to reschedule because they can't count on you. You're not reliable, right? All these accusations. 
And in a friendship, any kind of relationship, there has to be some grace extended to each other when stuff like that happens. Or when we just drop the ball, when we say something mean and we hurt each other's feelings, do we extend grace and forgiveness to each other? Or do we store those things up in our heart and maybe even say with our mouth, oh, no worries, girl. You know, I, I see those texts all the time. I've, I've, again, been on the receiving end and probably given them too, where we're, no, no, oh, no worries at all. But in your heart, there's lots of worries. Not only are there worries, there's like resentment and unforgiveness and how dare yous. And, but we're saying with our mouth, oh, no worries, right? And so that's fake grace. That's fake forgiveness because we're saying it with our mouth, but in our hearts, we have a very different story happening. So that's why I wanted to talk about grace, having a, a friendship that's full of grace and understanding when things happen that they just cannot control versus the opposite of, and I just want to say this statement, that grace does not give permission for people to walk all over you like a doormat. I think that's a bad name that grace has gotten, that we think, oh, I just have to keep extending everybody grace and forgiveness, but they can just keep walking all over me. No. Here's what it does, though. It opens the door for honest communication, which gives space for grace while also setting spoken boundaries. Yes, I slowed down and I'm going to say that again. Spoken boundaries. I cannot tell you the number of times in my own life and I've witnessed in counseling a lot of women that we have a lot of unspoken boundaries and we get really upset when people break these unspoken boundaries. But you can't really be mad at somebody for breaking a boundary that you didn't tell them was there. That's like having an uh, imaginary fence that like is there, but people can't see it. And so they keep coming up and like bumping into it and setting off your alarm system. And you're like, oh, I need you guys to stop running into this fence. And you're getting so worked up and so mad because people keep running into your imaginary fence out there. They don't see it though. No one told them it was there. And so I want you to hear this loud and clear. A boundary is not a boundary unless it is spoken. You have to share this with people. I'll give you an example from myself. I had somebody in my life that she really loves to send long text messages. Have you ever received one of those before where you're like, oh my goodness, how did you, you're, do you still have thumbs left over right now? Because this message was crazy long. And I know some people love, love to send those. Like, And I'm actually not mad at you for wanting to send those because we're all wired differently, right? Some people love to sit down and type out really long text messages. I personally don't love to be on the receiving end of those text messages. When I open them up, I immediately feel overwhelmed. I haven't even read the thing. It could be like the nicest thing ever that you wrote in this whole message. But if it's a really long message, just immediately it kind of like, oh, like I'm like, oh, this feels overwhelming. Well, this friend of mine, she would send really long messages and I finally got to the point and I would want to just pick up and call. I really don't love talking on the phone, but if it's going to be a hard conversation, I don't like texting about hard conversations. By the way, just kind of wisdom, I personally don't think we should try to put in text message or email anything that could be, um, that is a hard conversation, right? That is just something that the tone could be out of whack and and all kinds of stuff. Like, I just don't think it's wisdom um, for people to 
go back and forth in that way. So I finally had to have a conversation with this woman and go, I just want you to know when I get, and just told her exactly what, I'm not gonna repeat myself right now, but just told her, I just want you to know when I get those messages, you know, it makes me feel this way. I don't really do very well doing that. Well, we've gotten better now about our communication. She'll, you know, every now and then she'll still, you know, send me a long one and I'll be like, hey, can we talk about this next time I see you? And she'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. You know, I just kind of have to remind her of the boundary I told her about. Like, I can't, that's overwhelming to me. But then I also have to come back and meet her where she's at and go, I know she loves text, right? And so I will, you know, try to engage somewhat in text with her, but then I, we have some boundaries there. But here's the thing, all that whole story, sorry, that went too, too little too long, but for us just to notice, if I had never said anything to this woman, and I can tell you that, I spent more of my life not ever saying things to people than I have not. So if you're in that boat where you're like, yeah, I never say anything, it's okay. You'll get there, all right? I promise. And it gets easier and the more you do it, it really gets easier. But if I had never said to her that, hey, when you send me those really long text messages, it overwhelms me, um, then she wouldn't have known, right? Like how can I be mad at her for continuing to send really long text messages if I never told her that it bothered me. That's not fair to her. That's not fair to our friendship. And then the flip side is when we had that conversation, then she was able to say, honestly, it kind of hurt my feelings that your responses would be like one or two words or, you know, you're, you're, it almost was showing her that I was, I was mad at her. And I'm like, no, I was not mad. I was just overwhelmed. And that, my friends, is what honest and healthy communication looks like. And again, if you're listening going, I can't even imagine saying that, it's okay. I would you know, suggest you start somewhere small and speaking up and learning to do this thing. But the takeaway point I want you to know is that we can have grace with that honest communication all in one. And when you bring both of those things together, it's beautiful because grace extends forgiveness. It gives margin for error. It gives margin to go, oh, I get it. You're living a, a life just like I'm living a life. And there are sometimes things that happen outside our control or where we just mess up. We just make a mistake and we need somebody to extend us some grace and some mercy and some forgiveness in those moments. But then it also gives that space to go, okay, sister. Okay, friend, I'm noticing I'm consistently having to give you grace for XYZ. Let's talk about this because it's becoming a theme and we need to have some, you know, some boundaries here or some something here in place cuz every time you do this, I don't mind extending you grace, but I need you to know that every time you reschedule our coffee date, since we've replanned it four times now, you're showing me that time with me is not valuable to you, right? And so you're just having those conversations. So I do just want to encourage you on that. To We're going to look at two sides here. One, the grace piece. Because again, back to we cannot give what we have not received. So if you are struggling to receive God's grace, it's going to be very hard to extend grace to other people in your life because you have none to give. God is the only one who can supernaturally deposit that grace in us that we just go, you know what? I get it. I've been there. I am also a sinner in need of a savior. I'm also a human who makes mistakes. I am also a human who 
over plans my schedule. And then when I get to the weekend, realize I can't do one more thing. I get it. And our grace that we extend to other people has to come from our overflow of what God has already deposited into us. And then I also just want to challenge you too with this to start having those healthy communication patterns with your friends in your life and speaking those boundaries, speaking up for things that hurt your feelings, speaking up for things that are happening that are really just causing you some frustration or some, you know, whatever it may be, being willing to love that person enough, want to keep that relationship enough to speak up when something they're doing is hurting you or crossing a boundary that they don't even know about. So let's finish out by processing. And I want you just to answer this. Do I need to receive God's grace? And then after you've thought about that, prayed about that, who in my life extends me grace? Think about that. Think of, I don't know if you've ever encountered somebody who really is just a grace-filled person. Rub up against them, whatever that looks like. I don't mean that creepy, like don't rub shoulders with them. But um, but seriously, whether it's a friend or even just sitting under somebody's teaching, I hope and pray you see me as a grace-filled woman and even you just sitting under my teachings, it's rubbing off on you a little bit, right? And then who do I need to practice extending grace to? So those are some things. And then, of course, if you want to also practice even looking at your life and going, okay, what are some unspoken boundaries I have? Because we hear this talk of boundaries a lot, but I don't know that we talk very much about you actually have to tell people about them because <laughs> I, I just know this again from personal experience. Man, we set so many internal boundaries that people don't know about and then they cross it and you're like, <gasps> so offended and how dare they cross this boundary? And it's then when you really stop and think about it, you go, um, actually, I've never told anybody about that boundary. How would they know about that boundary? They are not mind readers. Um, okay, so hopefully I gave you lots to mull on today and in this entire series. I want to encourage you, you know, the series is done, but it's live now forever and ever. And invite a friend to come listen to this with you. Wouldn't that be a neat thing to say, hey, I just want you to know I just listened to this friendship series. Would you come back through it with me? There's more I know I could even glean from it. And just invite a friend to come listen to the series with you and maybe even discuss some of the things together. How cool would that be? I'd love to see that. And then my challenge for you this week is just to pray a very simple prayer. God, I receive your grace today. That's it. Pray that prayer. Write it on a post-it note. Just remind yourself just to pray that even for a week. And just see if you receiving God's grace, how much more it empowers you to turn around and extend it to other people. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. I thank you for this friendship series. Lord, I just release blessing over all the friendships that are represented here today. Whether they're listening together and discussing these things with each other, or if it's just one person standing in the gap for a friendship. Bless them, Lord. Bless them for their obedience to lean in, to listen to your Holy Spirit. Lord God, we receive your grace. Jesus, thank you for what you did, that you opened the door for grace in our lives. 
May we be people who are filled with your grace, Lord, so we can extend it to every single person we encounter. May we also be people who are willing to be courageous and speak up about boundaries, but in a healthy and loving and clear way. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, don't forget that in my book, Image Restored, the very last counselor cornerstone activity is the community wheel. You can use it for this series. I have encouraged it. If you don't have the book, go to imagerestoredbook.com. You can also grab it on Amazon. And then we have already sent, and we will send it again at the beginning of next month to my email subscribers, a PDF copy of that community wheel. So if you're not on that list of subscribers, I recommend that you go to rachelgilbert.com, click the freebies tab, and then subscribe to the community there. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.